This is Limit Up, the show where we explore markets, strategies, and trading psychology so that you can take your trading to the next level. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this very special Thanksgiving edition of the Limit Up podcast presented by Top Step Trader. You know, this is the show where we talk to professional traders and educators about, you know, what makes them tick. And uh, we have the unusual luck today of our podcast being released at three in the afternoon on Thanksgiving. So uh, I know there's not a lot of you probably sitting around anxiously looking at your podcast feed, waiting for my uh, dulcet voice to come and talk about futures. But uh, we still thought it'd be fun to release something. So what we have today is a little best of episode uh, that Dan and I put together with some of our favorites from this year. You're going to hear parts of interviews with Austin Silver, Etienne Kret, and Akil Stokes. There is a theme brewing here, and it's learning to trade Forex. Dan and I talk a lot about trading futures, but we find the currency market super interesting uh, we know a lot of people around the globe want to learn more about trading those, so we thought this would be a good thing to uh, put together for you. So I hope you're having a solid Thanksgiving. Maybe you're on Zoom. Maybe you're at a small get-together. Just be sure to stay safe and appreciate the things that are good in life. So I hope you enjoy this, and I'll catch you real quick after the interviews. I'm really excited to kind of hear your thoughts around the Forex market. Before we kind of dive into that, can you just tell us a little bit about what got you into trading, that background, and uh, and then we'll go from there. So I did stocks for a little bit. And then, of course, I, I had pretty good success with stocks. Um, but, you know, and, and, and it was something that I, I, I kept telling myself I wanted to do it um, full time, but I didn't have enough capital to. Um, so my best friend told me about this thing called Forex. He's like, you can trade money I'm like that doesn't make any sense when you talk about <laughs> trading money and i remember my first thought dollar was like, dollar. exactly i'm like no no you're trading foreign money like you know the foreign exchange so i'm like wait so we have to go to airports with bags of money <laughs> to go to the foreign exchange and wait there i'm just and I, I have no i've never heard of it in my life so i'm like okay we're gonna be in airport with duffel bags that can't go in, that can't go wrong um <laughs> but i researched it and of course everything the internet told me was the normal kind of you know forex money make more money in less time with less startup and i'm like yes yes sounds great exactly and i, I got into it and it was nothing like it was advertised and I learned the hard way, um, but I, I did love the game of trading. I love the game of investing, and that's what kind of pushed me to say, "Okay, I'm, I'm let's restart. Let's focus on things the right way." I, I do love this, and let's give it a shot. I began with stocks actually the first time. Uh, forex came about. Actually, my mom took a course about trading forex at some point just for fun because uh, she wanted to know how to invest in in in, in stocks or something. And she, so she took a course, and I got interested in that too. I heard about forex for the first time there. And I kind of started to play with it a little bit. I opened an account, then I went with that. And I just never went back to other markets after. So it's kind of a market that I love. It was like really active at the time as well. And it's also really active now. So that's the market I've been thinking to. So that's where it all began in 2013. So I actually, first thing I found was binary options. I don't know why or how, but it came across my feed. <laughs> well, I could, yeah. I this could. Is, <laughs> you're probably looking into a lot of sports right, games right, on there. I'm looking at ESPN, Sports Street for Targeted Cash. They're, they're hitting me with the cookies. And I see this thing for binary options. And I was actually on vacation with my dad, my brother, and my mom in Florida. This is seven, eight years ago. So this is while I was still in college, just going into college. And I showed my dad this binary options thing. And he's like, that 
does not look like real trading. That looks like a scam. So he's telling me, he's like, don't put any real money into this. And I didn't, I was just playing around with that, but it got me interested in candles and buying and selling. I'm like, what's going on here? So you fast forward a couple of months and I actually found Tim Sykes and Cameron Foose, two penny stock guys. I ended up getting some video courses from them just to see what was up. I had some money saved up from the DJ job. I was like, let's pay for some real education. Watching what they were doing, I got instantly hooked on technical analysis. Not so much stocks. Who I am as a person, stocks, I was like, there's too much media crap going on that I got to read. Too many stocks for me to choose from. How am I going to pick the mover? I know myself, I'll end up chasing something. I'm like, there's just a lot of, you don't want to call it manipulation in the stock market, but there's a lot of outside influence in the stock market. So I was like, let's just keep looking. Let's see what else. Also, the stock market had a threshold for the pattern day trader rule, which I wanted to day trade. I wanted to be active. So right there, I wasn't putting 25K into the market. So I was like, not going to be able to really squeeze that fruit for all of its juice, so to speak. So just, I kept looking, kept looking. And then I get hit with Forex because it's all over Facebook and all over these multi-level marketing companies. And everybody's telling me how you could just trade and make money from your ATM phone and sign up your cousins and you'll just trade. And they weren't really trading. They were just signing all these people up, but that got signing me into up your cousins. Forex. Yeah. Yep. So that got me into Forex. And then from there, Quickly, I realized those multi-level marketing companies were not teaching people how to trade whatever scanners or whatever software they think that they had that was making people millions. It wasn't. So I was hooked on the trading, not hooked on the signups. So as you got going into Forex, were you all over the place in some of the currencies you're trading or did you start to focus right away? I, I was all over the place everywhere. Um, I, I was, I mean, I, I had no idea what I was doing. I, I eventually got coaching and, and help, but I was just, you know, I was nowhere. And, and, and of course, the, the, the smart person that I am, right, I decided to quit like three jobs to focus full time because, you know, my excuse was like, well, I'm just not giving it enough focus. <laughs> if I quit three jobs, I'll have all day. So I had all day to be everywhere. Um, so I bounced around between a lot of things, um, you know, everything I would read, everything I would see on YouTube. Um, I pretty much tried it all. I'd give it a little bit of time. And I just went through the normal process of like, doing something, demo trading it. It always goes good on a demo account and be like, oh man, I could just trade this live, put some live money in and then blow it and reset the process. So it was, it was a, a good amount. Uh, the learning curve was, was a long one. Um, and, and it was, it was tough eventually to the point where I ended up accepting the fact I'm a very stubborn kind of driven, like, you know, I'll just grind it out until it works type of person. It got to the point where I had to accept the fact that I do need some guidance. I do need some coaching. I need someone to point me in the right direction. Let me know or, or tell me what should I be doing? Let me know if I'm doing it the right way, if I ever want to be successful. Um, so that was a, it was a tough lesson learned, but I, I think it was necessary because by the time it got to that point, um, you know, I was humbled enough where I, I knew I needed it and I wasn't going to fight it. Let me ask you this with the things that are going on in the world right now, we have actually started to see a lot of the currencies, at least the currencies that I'm personally looking at regularly, have slowed up quite a bit. How have you had to adjust your trading and the stuff that you're doing with these weird, weird, uncertain times that we're all living in right now? So it's been both like slow and really kind of crazy at, at the same time in different pairs. So it's been kind of like a game of trying to understand which pairs perform how, and then some pairs that are more, more like small moves, then you have to adjust to take profit. You have to kind of go for smaller moves. And then the other pairs that are moving widely, maybe don't trade them as well. So there's been a lot of pairs that I kind of step aside for some time recently because uh, they're moving either too fast or it was too choppy. 
And so it's just a game of like knowing how they move, what volatility, what volatility they have on each pair and trying to understand if that makes sense to trade. I trade reversals mostly. So trying to see if it makes sense to kind of trade these pairs. I'm not looking for like big reward myself. It's like a two, three to one usually. So it's not that big, but you still have to be careful about not entering too many trades that end up break even or end up with two losses. There's a lot of new traders out there that are trying to get into this industry. What are some of the steps that you would recommend to them? Whatever you're thinking about buying at $50, if it's $25, you buy double. And it's like, and that's the mindset you have to have because things will get better. Absolutely. Things will get better. I had the fortunate experience of, you know, when I started investing, it was, it was again, like 2007. Um, so I, I got in kind of right when, right before the recession. So I had a chance to see everything like at its peak. And then it was a discount and I saw everything cheap and was able to buy it up at a discount and it rose back up. So from that perspective, I think it's a great buying opportunity for, for everyone in, in general. Forex specifically, it, it's, um, it's interesting because it's a, it's a battle of the worst. And typically what moves the Forex market is you're looking at kind of the, the strengths of, of each global economy you know, and interest rates are a big driver of that, but everything's bad. Everything. So it, everything's bad. So now the question is, well, what's the best of the worst? And typically it's the U.S. Um, because, you know, we have the ability to do all types of stuff. We can print money whenever we want. We're, we're the safe haven. But we can also agree that, you know, things have been pretty bad here as well. So it's it's just been it's been back and forth between that. Definitely. First thing is you got to be able to surround yourself with other traders and not try to think you can master all yourself. Um, and it doesn't mean you have to pay for like a course or get a course or something. Just got kind of try to find meetups and there's meetups now in every city uh, on the world. Like you can go on meetup.com. It's a site that I've been using back then to look at meetups. You can find meetups anywhere in, in, in the world you are. And so I, I would say that's the first thing. Meet traders in person, try to see how they do things, try to ask questions, not try to like, show what you know, but ask questions instead. And I think that's the first step. They will guide you to where things make sense to go. When I got into Forex, I, I, I swear to God, I bought video courses from guys on the internet and I was trying to learn and I ended up buying the same video course twice, once from a group of guys in France that spoke no English and once from a group of guys somewhere in the Caribbean on a WhatsApp group. And once I got that course, whatever videos they were, they were actually on YouTube too, but I bought it for $200 at two separate times. That was where I was like, I need to watch this because there's something here and that stuck with me. But right there, look, these guys not in the United States and guys way out in France, again, not in the United States. Now you have all of these podcasts. You've got tons of people, I feel like, in the United States that you can network with and learn from. So it's like the best time almost if you have some, we would call, I, I call them like, if you have the characteristics, I think you definitely need another stream of income, especially at first. You don't want to be relying on it. You need some patience. You have to be a little bit patient, a little bit more disciplined. And you also, moreover than everything else, I think if you are passionate to be a better version of yourself, you're going to do well in trading. You have to want more for yourself. And you guys know this too. Like if you feel well as a human being, if you feel good as Jack and good as Dan, you're going to trade at your best. And when you don't feel well, when you're not taking care of yourself, it's a, it's going to turn out in the PL. So you need those few characteristics, a couple of mindset shifts, I think. But now, like I said, just because of the resources, it's a good time to start learning. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for making it through the entire Best of Limit Up podcast. Hope your Thanksgiving is full of cheer. Um, I hope that uh, this is the last time for a while we have to deal with uh, Zooming family members on this day. But, you know, I guess you just got to be thankful for the things you can control and kind of worry about the rest later. 
Hope you're taking some time off from trading, getting some relaxation done. We'll be back next week with another best of episode. Wink, wink. And uh, until then, have a merry holidays. We'll talk to you soon. Namaste and trade well. The Limit Up Podcast is produced by Dante32. Futures and Forex trading contain substantial risk and is not for every investor. An investor could potentially lose all or more than their initial investment. Risk capital is money that can be lost without jeopardizing one's financial security or lifestyle. Only risk capital should be used for trading, and only those with sufficient risk capital should consider trading. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results.